Newcastle's best maids. Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London. There's a one in four chance to win with the Monopoly game now at Macca's. Ends October 24. For full terms, visit mcdonalds.com.au. Welcome to the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London podcast. It's 106.9. It's Nick Jessica and Ash London. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, what a fun show we had today, gang. Nicholas Cage in the country, we discussed. So good. Do you do a Nicholas Cage impression, Ducko? Mm. A, B, C, D, E. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Anyway. Oh, not bad. Yeah. It's all about volume change. It is. It? It's all it is. Yeah. It's all it is. I've never met anyone who's like into Nicolas Cage, but you seem to really like oh, be a bit of a fan. He which is, is all time. He's one of my favourites. because he? Because he's so bad, but he's so good. And he just owns it. No one take Okay, no actor yeah. makes more bold decisions than Nicolas Cage. Whether he's crap yeah. or good, he, he, go, he swings <laughs> for it, you know? Has he ever done a serious role, like an Oscar contender contending seriously good role? I think he's won an Oscar. I'm pretty sure he's an Oscar winner for a supporting actor. No, he's not. Yeah, because we had this exact chat and we're like, surely Nicolas Cage hasn't won an Oscar. Fast and the Furious? What was it? It wasn't gone at the ghost right, obviously. Uh, hold on, let me, Nicholas Cage, best actor, leaving Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's, that's... That was 1996. Yeah. And then I he... love watching Oscar's speeches. Then I get into a rabbit hole of just Oscar. Oh. Whoopi Goldberg announced it. Oh. Have you um no. have you seen Matthew McConaughey's Oscar's Oscar speech? That's one of the greats. Which one? But the one where he wins for oh, um, um Dallas Buyers Dallas Club. Buyers Club. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very good. Yeah, that is very good. Chasing his hero for from ten years from now. In ten years. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. my hero. <laughs> My hero's me 10 years from now. Uh, anyway. He's so hot. He is. Uh, he's hot, yeah. Um, I do get mixed up with him and Bradley Cooper at times. Really? Is that common? I can understand that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Bradley Cooper, you know, Bradley Cooper's never won an Oscar, but he's been nominated multiple times. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's he oh, dating at the moment? He's just been that. spotted Gigi dating. Hadid, Gigi Hadid, I believe. Hadid, that's right. Yep. Oh. I don't know how I know that. Just things that <laughs> stick in there that you don't need ever in your life. You know what I mean? Just from trolling news articles. Ah, uh, so which anyway. really is half our job. So he's nom- So Bradley Cooper is nominated for Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, yep. American Sniper, A Star Is Born, Joker, and Nightmare Alley. Wow. Or actually, the other, the last ones were just for picture. Yeah. But, Actors is just the other one. But still, that's four as an actor, and they're good movies too. And yeah. his co-star Jennifer yeah. Lawrence won for that movie that he he didn't yeah, in Silver Linings. Right. Yeah, she beat Meryl. Yep. Said that. Uh, <laughs> I wonder who beat him that So now I'm deep in the thing. I need to know oh, no. who beat I, him. I can, I can really that's fall. Daniel Day-Lewis. Ah, when Daniel oh. Day-Lewis does a movie once a decade, you can't win. Yeah. He crawls, like, ah, that year's out. Yeah, yeah he crawls out. Daniel Day-Lewis, Bradley Cooper, Hugh Jackman, Joaquin Phoenix, Ooh. and Denzel Washington. Oh, that's a tough field. Yeah. Jeez, that's you're not thing. first, you're last in that stuff. Really? You? Yeah. Just a, people say it's just a pleasure to be nominated. Well, it's not. It's I want to win. Having yeah. yeah, having been nominated just this past weekend for five and yeah, losing not all winning of them. One. And yeah. someone said it was me, not an honour to be nominated for all of them. Someone said to me the minute I didn't win, I said it's still so good you were nominated. I just said shut the fuck up, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Speaking of. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to segue like into this. There are like four shows We're... left on the radio in Australia. Like, you have to get nominated. Ash, ash, ash. As I sit here and brush my eyebrows. And you're doing your makeup. Host. Yeah. From work. Melbourne. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are supposed to give out Alpha Bucks clues, though, of course. Yes, we are. Uh, so, the Do letter. Can I give a clue? Can I give the clue? Yes, yeah. please. These are the letters. Uh... <laughs> See, my six-year-olds who are just learning to spell Ooh. might guess that that was an A. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'll do better. 
Uh, yeah, that's oh, better. Yeah. All right. Oh, so, you mean U and H? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's right. All right. So seven o'clock U, and we've got a clue for you. Netflix series. All right. Yep. Okay. That's and one then question. Eight o'clock H. And a clue, a mythical creature. Oh, like a hobgoblin? Oh, yeah, like a hobgoblin. What's a hobgoblin? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what that producer's written. Alex has written down the box. Creature, hobgoblin. Uh, <laughs> is that a combination of a hobbit and a goblin? I don't know. Hob- I mean, obviously, hobbit's a good one. Yeah. A Netflix series could be... Utopia? Utopia. Umbrella Academy as oh, yeah. well. Um, yeah. Hobgoblin is from Marvel. Oh. It's an alias of several supervillains appearing in American comic books. It's <laughs> also um, Shakespeare identifies the character of Puck in his A Midsummer Night's Dream as a uh, goblin. There you go. Yeah, I picture it as kind of a troll sort of thing. Yeah, I'm picturing a little trolley yeah. thing, mm. like a trollic. Anyway, you're <laughs> going about this all day. Let's, what an interesting chat we've had, guys. Yeah, yeah. If you're still with us, yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> Headlines sucked me in last night, guys, as it does. Mm. But I've started reading The Guardian. Oh, yeah. hello. Yeah, I know. But I think I used to, re- I just started getting really um, upset and anxious about all the news. Yeah. Not just recently, just in general. Yeah. So I figure this is a step up, you know. Yeah, why don't I do a and deep I'm enjoying dive on the, the depressing content. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The, um, the headline reads, Digital Legacy, How to Organize Your Online Life for After You Die. And my oh. interest was, peaked. So this is all about making a digital will. So normally your will is your money, possessions, property, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But your digital will is things like PayPal accounts, social media, photos stored in the cloud that hold financial or sentimental value. And I don't know if you boys have ever thought about this, have you, about all the things that only you have access to or that you've stored or written or created or conversed with people online. Have you even, has no. this even occurred to you? No, it hasn't. Uh, this has, because I, I always say that I want the first thing deleted if I die is my voice memos of all my song ideas. Because you wake up at 2am and then it'll be like, this would be great for a sad song about a breakup. <laughs> like you wake up and it is just nonsensical crap. But yeah, I always organize my folders meticulously. So if I die, then somebody will look through them and know exactly where everything is. See, if you if you do die, I'm going straight to those folders. I'm sharing them <laughs> with the world. <laughs> hey, Gilly died yesterday. <laughs> Check this cocker out. Come on, man. <laughs> Gilly's gone. Listen to this. <laughs> I don't know about you, but when I get, this is how, I, I definitely know about you, Gilly. This would not be you. Uh, when I update my um, Mac laptop every probably three years. Yeah. I don't transfer anything off it. Oh. I just figure I'm starting afresh. Ah, I like that. If I need anything, it's probably on my emails. So right. I've probably got five or six laptops from the last 15 years. I still have that I've never even mined. Like nothing gets transferred over. I want a clean slate every time I've got a new computer. So yeah, I wish I could do that. Every time I do it, I just need more and more storage because mm. I transfer the entire computer over because most it. of my files are way too big for emails. Do like, you use the cloud? Do you guys yes. store in the cloud though? I do, but like I've only got 50 gig no, because to store what I've got, it would be terabytes and terabytes of... Yeah. yeah. I've had to pay like $16 a month or something to store in the cloud, yeah. I think. 
I think I've had yeah, to do that because my yeah. phone can't handle all the stuff. That's, and it's, you know what? It's photos that I don't even look at. Yeah. It's things that I don't even it's need. It's photos of Pam. Yeah. That's what, it's literally photos and videos wow. of your dog. I, I know that. because I've got a child and it's the same. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're it's right. Like, you're right. So what, when mm. you die... Uh, you can have someone who comes and cleans all this up for you or deletes it? Well, or... I'll tell you. So there's a couple of things you can do. So first of all, you've got to start with I'm drawing up an inventory. So that's a list of all your online accounts, basic details, name of your accounts, websites, usernames and account IDs, but not passwords. They have to be separate. And then you can appoint a digital executor in your will. So in your will, you say, I want... Ash London to be my digital executor. She will be responsible for closing, memorializing, managing accounts, um, deleting digital assets, photos and videos and all that stuff. Whoever gets that job, then, that, is, that is a short stick. Oh. <laughs> You've you you got to leave them some cash job. money for yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. should be like, you can have my car, but in return you have to be my digital executor. You've yeah. got to wade through the PAMI photos. <laughs> Um, what I didn't know was that Apple allows you to actually name one or more people as legacy contacts who were able to access your Apple account after you oh, die. I did not know so that. So it automatically gives them access. And then Google has a feature that confirms when an active account should be considered inactive. So you you choose how many months it is, and then 10 people, um, up to 10 people, will be notified and receive all of your messages and emails. Oh, and It just oh, goes wow. to them. Can you not just let it die with you? Like, it just stays in the cloud that no one touches. Can. You know what I mean? Like, totally. It just goes in. I don't even know what the cloud is. I don't know where it is, but it just goes no. there, you know? Just, yeah. Probably. Like, your, your if you wanted it properly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know at this point, like, if I died, I think it would be fine. If my husband died, we're screwed because I don't even know what the where the bank. I don't know anything. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, nothing. See, I've got some Insurance, dodgy files no that I don't want people to see. Like oh, here we go. That's like I've got an Excel spreadsheet literally titled "fake email addresses" yeah, for right. when I want to sign up to things, but I don't want them to have my addresses. What's on that? Mate? I thought you better be. So, I yeah. thought you better say when you control people, like yeah. my fake email address is patrolling people. <laughs> so I can bully people. <laughs> so you got all these fake things going on. Gilly's got some baggage down there. Yeah, okay. but but like with without an explanation, it's quite an innocent explanation. Without one, yeah. you know, my wife will be mourning me, obviously, looking yeah. through my spreadsheets yeah. and being like, "What's this fake email address? Is was he living another life?" Was he a spy? Yeah. Nikki underscore 69 like or at hotmail.com. Yeah, it's got to have a 69 in there, obviously. <laughs> but right now, hey, let's have a little bit of fun. Hey, <laughs> let's do that. Less about dead rappers. Uh, There's a guy by the name of Scott Murf- uh, Sean Murphy who for some reason has decided to compile a list of Scottish insults and what they mean just so that the world can know. Right. And uh, I've given you all a list. I'd love you to have a go at a few of these and, uh, and maybe it. explain your favourites. Yeah. Because there's some really... Simple ones that uh, I'd never heard of, certainly, but uh, yeah, lovey Hade. Somebody That's who... what I was going to say. That <laughs> one was my favourite. Yeah. That, that yeah. one's someone who's full of crap. So lavy, obviously, lavatory. Yep. Head is Hyde. H-E-I-D, they spell it. Hyde. Yeah. Hyde. And now yeah. uh, you can put it in a sentence. Don't believe a word that comes out of the lovey Hyde's gub. I assume gub is mouth in that yes. case, but yeah, doesn't yeah, have yeah. an explanation. Yeah. I just like the one they say for your ball bag. B-A-W-B-A-G. It means scrotum. <laughs> I, I got it. The oh. W. Yeah, the W. Yeah, that's good. I like, your bum's out the window. Hey. talking nonsense. Your bum's out the window. That is good. That is a good bums one. Bum's out the window. It's better than you're talking nonsense, isn't it? It is. I like this one because the explanation doesn't help anymore. It says, a clape. 
So a clipe, I don't know what that is. And then you look at the definition, someone who's known to grasp people up. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> no, no right, this idea. One. This, is, this is a good one. Uh, he looks like a bulldog that can piss off a nettle. <laughs> what? You're ugly. <laughs> he looks like a bulldog licking piss like off a, a nettle. Bulldog licking like piss a off a nettle. 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 <laughs> oh, face like a well-skilled arse. <laughs> I love that one. What about this one? Um, You're off your head, uh, which is you're crazy. You're off your head. Um, But you can also add that is bogan. (laughs) Bogan. Something's bogging. Bogan. That's bogan. It sounds like bogan. 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 That's great. Yeah, these are great. These are very. I want to remember these and say them in everyday life. Absolutely. Away and boil your head, or head again. So away and boil your head. Uh, is a way in Scottish yeah. apparently to say, please go away. Right, this one. Shut your puss. I beg your pardon. Huh? Oh, shut, on, mate. shut your puss. Okay, oh, that's going to need some explanation. <laughs> it, says shut, it says shut your face. Usually I'm not someone who is being loud. <laughs> what, am I saying it right? <laughs> <laughs> shut your puss. Okay. Stop saying Keep it. Saying it. <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> Keep doubling down on it. Uh. <laughs> Doesn't make it any less awkward, mate. <laughs> Keep, keep on, keep on talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending. Now. The iconic. The one and only. Nicholas Cage is in Australia, everyone. Oh. Specifically, he is in Perth. I mean, this is the man who gave us Face Off, Con Air, Gone in 60 Seconds, Ghost Rider, National Treasure 1 and 2. Steal the Declaration. City of Angels. City of Angels. Yes, Ash. You, that you... movie, I watched it when I was a kid. And I cried so much that my mum had to come and pick me up from my cousin's house. Oh, wow. I get really sad in movie. I just could not believe, spoiler alert. Yes. So this is the story of City of Angels, guys. Talk to us. He's an angel. Yeah. And he falls in love with Meg Ryan. And she can, for some reason, I can't remember, see him. Mm. So then he gives up his immortality so they can be together. And then guess what happens? Mm. Oh, no. Boom, she dies. And he has to live for the rest of his mortal life without her. And I just sobbed. He's one of a kind, isn't he? He really is. He's an icon. I mean, face off, where he would literally swap faces with someone. Exactly. Eat a peach for hours. He's uh, the unbearable he's weight of massive talent. Oh, that where is he the, played you, himself. Oh, and himself. That's the best movie of all time. The unbearable weight of massive talent where he where he plays him. And that's what I wanted to get to because he landed in Perth yesterday. He's filming a movie here called The Surfer. <laughs> is he the surfer? Yes, <laughs> mate. It's a, I'm going to play the audio of him landing, and then we'll unpack the film. But this audio of him landing is just like him landing in the unbearable weight of massive talent anywhere, and he just looks <laughs> rattled. And he's this is what he's rocked up when you picture the cage wearing. Okay, he's spotted in the Perth airport on Monday morning wearing a. Uh, wearing a purple velvet jacket, <laughs> black jeans, and stylish green sunglasses. And then he comes out and he says this. Nicholas, how is your first time in Dublin? Uh, well, it's my first time, yeah, in Perth, for sure, yeah. How are you feeling? How's the flight? I feel great. Thank you for asking. Can you tell us what it's about? It's about a surfer who's having a bit of a uh, midlife, not a midlife crisis, but a psychological break. <laughs> Scared of the shark? Uh, did I what? You scared of the shark? Like, well, I, no, not really, but I kind of want to stick around for my little one, you know? 
Who knows what he was talking about? He's just, he's, he's just chaos, all right? He's a child. That's what he was talking no, about. His wife, his, his wife his child was a head holding the child. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get eaten by a shark and leave my child fatherless oh, just like I left meant. Meg yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just I like see. Meg Ryan left me when she died and got hit by the car. Yes, yes. Angels, not to bring it back to City of Angels. No. It's like you watched it last night, Ash. It's still very <laughs> it's, fresh. It's <laughs> very fresh. I've never watched it again because I was so traumatised, but I remember. Now, do you want to hear what this movie is about? This yes, please. Is, so, Cage must be a former Australian, which I also can't wait oh, to see. that'd be great. He returns to a beachside hometown in Australia that after many years of building a life in the US, that might give him a, a reason to have a bad Aussie accent. Okay, great. Yeah. He is humiliated in front of his teenage son by a local gang of surfers who claim strict ownership of a secluded beach that was his childhood beach. Wounded, Nicholas Cage, a.k.a. the surfer, decides to remain at the beach declaring war against the gang control of the bay. Wow. I can't oh, wait no. to see how they make him look like a surfer on screen oh. as well. And he'd have no surfing skills. He's 58 years of age now as well. Maybe he does. Maybe he lives in Malibu or something. I'm going to Google it. Can, can Nicholas Cage. Cage surf? I hope he see can. See what comes I up. He's the kind of guy who would spend um, a year, though, every yeah. day out there. Yeah, out there surfing. In the green room. I just, I can't wait to see him do an Aussie accent. Like, that is going to oh. be one of the great moments on film, you know? <laughs> Producer says, I've Look already messaged her. We're trying to get her on. Get him on. He can surf. That's him surfing. Shut oh, wow. up. Back in the day, yeah. No way. The yeah, cage can Maybe surf. it's been a couple of years, but he looks like he's doing a good job in that photo on Google Images. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's not AI. The cage can surf. The cage is down under. Test the car! <laughs> uh, we're going to try and get him on this show. I might even, we might fly to Perth and do the show from Perth. We should. Even if we can't get him, let's go and try. Let's go and try. Mm. If you're in can Perth I... right now and you're doing radio, what else are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It is so true. Bunbury is the closest to where they are, I think. If a Bunbury brekkie show aren't yeah. doing, aren't camping out outside his hotel, then they don't deserve that job. <laughs> anyway, watch this space, the cage space, guys. So I don't know how I found myself in, I think, I don't know how you can get embarrassed when you're doing something on your own, but did one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever had to do yesterday at home. So here's the story, right? Playing a kid's music group called the Quackers and we do like little songs and we do dances and stuff and make videos for them, right? Yeah. Well, we've got a choreographer that does all of our dancing for us, Kate. She's a genius. She is a choreographer. She's great. She is studying at the moment and she's right at the pointy end where she needs to hand in a 48 hour exam. Like you take Ugh. it home and, and it goes oh. for 48 hours, right? Yuck. And... We needed some choreography done because we're doing some filming on Wednesday. So who did it fall on to do some dance moves for the group? It was this guy. The old Gil man, hey? (laughs) The old Gil man. I found myself at home on my own setting up a little ring light so I could get the lighting as good as possible. And then I had to write down and then film some choreography moves for the whole group to oh, send. Brilliant. Now, where did you get your inspiration from? You know? uh, I mean, the lyrics are pretty much all you can do. So yeah. it's a song about the sounds that animals make. Pretty classic kids okay. music sort of stuff. Okay. It's called Everybody Knows the Sound. So it's like everybody knows the sound that a dog makes. Woof, woof. Everybody right. knows the sound of cat. Blah, blah, blah. Did blah, you whip blah. out your arseless chaps and just go, let's just give this a red hot go? Yeah. You know? We're going to do this. Let's do this. Absolutely. Now, yeah. uh, to start with, I had to try and find the room that had the least amount of external windows because <laughs> I was I was nervous that my neighbours 
would see me filming myself dance because they're not complicated dance moves. First of all, I'm the worst dancer in the group anyway. Secondly, I'm coming up with these dance moves myself. I don't know any. And so I wanted to make sure I couldn't quite close the curtains properly. So there was a small chance that if the neighbor was looking over the fence for whatever reason, and they got the right angle through that sliver of curtain that they might see me doing it. (laughs) Really feeling it too. (laughs) Squeezed up. I think that's worse. I think you need to keep it open because if they see you actively trying to do it secretly, that makes it dodgy. But if the wind curtains are open and you're like, yeah, I'm yeah. dancing like a dog for yeah. a video, yeah, then barking. they go, well, he doesn't seem embarrassed about it, so I guess it's not weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my neighbour, Nick. You know? <laughs> uh, That's true. But in the end, I, I resolved to like be right up against the curtain uh, so that they couldn't see me. And then on top of that, um, I thought it would be funny cause I've, I've done some choreography in the past before we had a choreographer and the joke amongst the group is that I always make them way too complicated. Like for every word in the song, there's another move cause I have no idea what I'm gotcha. doing. Yeah. So I did this little gag at the start yeah. of the video. Here we go. Where, Do uh, a big gear at the start. Where I did way too many dance gear. moves. <laughs> yeah. But, but the problem was yeah. that I was so bad at the actual take that I had to do like 40 takes of it. But I really wanted the gag in, so every single time at the start of the video, I had to do my 15-second joke and then start the choreography. Oh, no. And then I had to stop it up. stops being be funny like, oh, very quickly. Oh, mate. <laughs> Turns real cringe real fast. So we need to see some of this. Ash and I need Please. to see some of this. Like, I need to. I need to see it right now. We need to describe it to the people yeah. of what we're seeing. Oh, this is... Because I you mean, text it to us. Yeah. Do you want me to text it to you right now? Yeah. How long will yeah. it be? Yeah. Uh, well, it's like a two-minute video, but yeah, oh, you can add. You can add on me. Uh, um, all right, here you go. Because oh, we we need to see this, and I need to describe it, and and Walter, and I'm probably going to repost it on my socials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to. I want that. This goes nowhere. Uh, all right. Uh, this is one of the yeah, things yeah. we were talking today about yes. our online life and how if you have an online will. You know, what goes where. This one, guys, this is the first thing you delete if I die today, okay? The 40 takes. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. To have your little gag. <laughs> doing doing his one joke. Yeah. Yeah, 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 on all fours, barking. Uh, still hasn't come uh, through. Okay. Yeah, look, we'll, do, we'll have to just have a look at it in the ad break yeah, and yeah, report yeah. back on the we're other gonna, side. We're definitely coming back with it. This isn't the end you've heard of it. Maybe even so you might see it. Yeah. You won't see it. Well, as if can I you've delete? sent it to us. I know. We now have it. It's going <laughs> on the social. It's, it's happening. Going, it's come through, Ash. It's come through. It's come through. Oh, goodness. Oh, good. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, <God. laughs> He's doing this. Knee shakes with it too. <laughs> Busy day, buddy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look at him go. He's no, doing the, the pony. Close the sunshine. I can see the sliver of the curtain open. Oh no, 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 no. It looks like bad Auslan. Like you know those people that pretend they know Auslan. Those fake interpreters that got that. That's what you look like you're doing. Oh, we, oh, that's great. All right. Let it be known. Grr, Mondays. This is- <laughs> This goes nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll nowhere. see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> so my husband, Adrian, recently, uh, he wanted to buy me a little gift for a little anniversary. Now, oh. we're not g- big, real gift people. We don't spend a lot of money. So we like, you know, just like little thoughtful gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love reading and I'm really into like period dramas. So like Bridgerton and like Jane Austen, anything Jane Austen, Bronte, like anything where like there's 
big costumes and they talk in code and there's lots of erst unresolved sexual tension. <laughs> Burn for you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because burning and all that. I just love it all. And I will sit there um, for hours and just exactly. Yeah. And I just get transported. And I'm just I'm mad for it. Yeah. So Adrian and Buddy go to uh, the local bookshop and he goes in and he tells the um, lady what I'm into. My wife's really into period dramas. Uh, he loves reading. Could you suggest a book? And um, a <laughs> bit of miscommunication. I don't know if you boys can see where this is going, but the girl kind of looks at him and she's like, oh, okay. Um, and he's thinking, why does she look shocked? I mean, lots of girls are like into Bridgerton and stuff, but oh. whatever, you know, maybe not in this particular suburb. So she's like, oh, I think we've got one or two. Um, yeah, oh, no. follow me. Oh, so she I I going he follows him through the <laughs> <laughs> past the fiction, past the travel, past the biographies to the young adult section, uh-huh. where she then fingers through a couple of books and pulls out the uh-huh. Yumi Stein's classic, Welcome to Your Period. No! Because <laughs> no! <laughs> my God, husband please, no! has asked for a book about period dramas. Period drama. <laughs> but period drama is not an uncommon phrase, right? <laughs> That's what I thought, yeah. especially if you work in a bookshop. <laughs> You should be familiar with the genres that you sell. So my poor, awkward husband is standing there with my two-year-old son going, oh, no, I didn't mean a book about menstruation. I meant a book about, like, girls in big dresses falling in love with lords and dukes. Do you know what? This is a really weird halfway home between someone who seems incompetent, right? They're working in a Mm. bookstore and they've never heard the term period drama. Yeah. However, Mm. considering that she thought it was about menstruation, she had enough knowledge to go... Well, I know just Well, I'll take you to the one. I'll take you to the one book that actually is about dramas to do with your period. And if I was... On one hand, go for it. Oh, if I was your husband in that moment, I would have been too embarrassed to backflip on what I said. I'd be like, great, thank you. This is is (laughs) the one... That's what he said. He's like, I almost bought the book to save the embarrassing (laughs) moment. And and the 37-year-old woman who's just had a baby could have been given a book. Welcome (laughs) to your period. In case I had any questions, which at this point in my life, I most certainly do not. Might as well get, you know, uh, what's happening to me while he's yeah, there. Yeah. Hair, yes. you know? Hair in funny places. <laughs> Just get all get all the great reads. <laughs> $50,000 of luxurious home upgrades for just 5K? Yes, please. Search Montgomery Homes. One, two, three, it's like ABC. It's 106.9, 10K Alphabet. Oh, yes. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to take your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice. And if you're unsure of the question, you say pass. We'll come back to you if there's time. But I think we need to pep it up, family and Kahai Bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you Hello. ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Oh Come my. I'm pumped. I'm what pumped. are you about to do for yeah. us, Emily? What are you about to do? I'm about to win 10K. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Woo! Yes, you are, Emily. What would you do with that money when you're successful? Um, I'm going to buy my mum a new car, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah. Get that bread. She's a good mum. For someone else. I She's like that. She's a great mum. She looked after my little boy all the time, and yeah, she helped us out heaps. So okay, that is very generous Perfect. of you. That's yeah. lovely. It doesn't really suit the vibe of what we're doing here with the pump up stuff, yeah. but I love it. No, it does. It does. What's yeah. your mum's name, though? My mum's name's Lee. Lee. Wonderful Lee. This is for you, Lee. Go, go. I love you, Lee. Oh, oh. Give me an L-E-E. L-E-E. L-double-E. Go. Okay. All right. All you right. know the letter, Emily, do you? 
I do it there. F. F, great. All right. Spot well, you know on. your time starts after the first question. Let's get into it. Here we go. Come on. Starting with the letter F, I need you to give me an Australian island. Fraser. A kid's toy. Uh, pass. A body part. A foot. A breakfast food. Fruit Loops. A piece of furniture. A footstool. Something in a restaurant. Fridge. A language. French. An occupation. Uh, a fruit person. An adjective. Uh, fly. A suburb. The fruit person. Oh. <laughs> I would have taken fruit person. I would, yeah, I would have fought you to death on fruit person. Uh, yeah. can... All right, well then, if you would have assumed that we awarded fruit person, yep. you got yourself eight. Oh, well done. Good. You would have had nine if the suburb came in after the buzzer. Yeah, it came in just after the buzzer. But you don't go away empty-handed. You've got $100 to spend thanks to our amigos at Mad Max, Emily. Wow, thank you very much. Take your mum to take get a burrito. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, as yeah. good as a car. Sweetheart. Mum, have a burrito bowl, not a burrina. <laughs> as, uh, as Ducko said, you got there. You got the suburb just out of time. A kid's toy was the only one. Could have been anything. A football fidget spinner. Uh, yes. Furby. Uh, bugger. Come on, we need... We need more time for you can have a burrito bowl instead of a burrito. Thank that you. deserves more time. It's all my best work. Oh, I might go home uh, for the day. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, be like, uh, do Emily. you hate me, Emily? Why did you take me here for a burrito bowl? Yeah, Emily, I would have preferred can I get it up? Oh, God. We're getting closer, though. That was very close. Yeah. yeah. That was very good. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, and tomorrow we do play again for 10K. Now, if you want to know, listen to the, the podcast on the listener round. We're going to give you the letters. We'll give you clues. We'll give you clues. We gave away about four of them for X on the podcast. We last did. Month. So come uh, on. Thirteen ten sixty is the number. We want to know shocking orders, weird, strange things. Maybe they ordered you didn't know them. Maybe you did know them, or they always ordered this specific. This thing. is food. Food wise, yeah, yeah. Yes. related orders. Uh, because there was a date overseas in the states, in Atlanta, uh, in America, and it was a first date. This guy's asked this. Uh, well, lovely lady out on a date. To an oyster bar specifically to her credit, I guess. Oh, interesting. Because uh, I always think things like spaghetti, bad idea on a first date. You don't want that flicking all over into your yeah. eye and stuff. Yeah, Risotto is the best date food. Oh, yeah. In case you were wondering. Makes it easy. Sushi's not great. Mm-hmm. Chopsticks, it can be a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oysters, I would have thought not great because you're literally sucking mm. it and like <laughs> slurping it in. Uh, and also, but an aphrodisiac, so maybe that's where that was going. Yeah, Apparently maybe he, an aphrodisiac. Maybe it was smart. Maybe it was smart from him. Well, uh, it backfired because uh, this lovely lady, you know, loved oysters so much so that she ordered, swear to God, 48 oysters on her own. 48? 40, four dozen. Four dozen oysters? Yes, 48. Four dozen oysters she ate by herself. He didn't eat any. He had one glass of wine. Then after that, she ordered a side dish of potatoes. And she had a, <laughs> she had a, she had a whole thing of potatoes. <laughs> he then gets up and goes, I'm out of here. Because oysters, they're not cheap. No. Quite often then, they're like six bucks each at restaurants. Yep. This is in America, right? So he gets up, goes, I'm just going to the bathroom. Never returns. Because he had one glass of wine. She had the 48 oysters and the potatoes. And the bill was 400 Australian dollars. And he said he just... What if uh, she had said, what if she had said, I'm a pay my way, 
but I need four dozen oysters. I think it's still a turn off because it's yep. still such a weird thing to order, right? And, and so, and then it's the slurping too. Watching someone sit there and devour forty-eight oysters, mm. you'd be like, "What is going on?" I'm sorry, but four dishes of anything, like it yeah. doesn't matter what you yeah. have. That's weird on a first date. Like I'll have four calzones. Yes. I'll have whatever it is. I'll have four crab linguinis. It's all weird. You can't do that. The guy, she messaged the guy. He said, look, I'll pay you for my drink. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. pay you for my drink. <laughs> but I didn't order all these 48 oysters. I'm not buying the I asked you out for a drink, not 48 oysters. <laughs> four Can you imagine oysters. the contents of her stomach? It would just oh. be like a bucket of oyster. Just oh, oyster. Flopping around. 48 raw oysters slopping oh. around in her stomach as she walks. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I, I enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> That's I enjoy very vivid, thank you. I enjoy an oyster, but I, I mean, not 48. <laughs> no. There's nothing oyster. Oh, yes. Yes. And an oyster from the shell when your hunger eat spells. What is that? This is the oyster song that we play sometimes, Obviously. Ash. Obviously. It's the, I, 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 you know, I can't believe you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, right, well, thirteen ten sixty. What was the shocking audio experience? A mate of mine, he was like fitness junkie, yeah. one of your brethren, Ducko, <laughs> but he loved Maccas. So what he used to do, he used to order either a quarter pounder or a Big Mac, yes. no bun, and they would pretty much just pile the ingredients oh. inside one of those burger boxes. So it was kind of like a beef patty salad, essentially. Oh, that's weird. Yes. So no bun. He's, saying, he's pretending he thinks that's weird. That's so strange. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, how quick can I get to Mac? Because that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, 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 and yeah. my mate's name was Ducker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> uh, Thirteen, ten, sixty. Weird, shocking orders. Uh, give us a call. We have 100 bucks spent at Go-Karts. Go brought men up for grabs as well. Gabby's in Matawi. Good morning, Gabby. Morning, guys. Uh, what is your shocking order story? So I guess I am the shocking orderer. Um, I do a very low-carb diet, so every week when I go to my local, I bring my own pizza bases, which are more like very disappointing wraps, (laughs) and they actually build the pizzas for me on that. Oh, right. So they use their ingredients for the topping, but you're like, here, here's a free base. Yeah, and because I'm really fussy, I'm like, can you put less tomato paste to make up for the fact that there's less base as well? But I've trained them now. They do it really well. That's good. Just just get in the kitchen, Gabby. Do you, do you, yeah. Do you get that just for cheaper? Just don't go to a restaurant. Yeah. Just, if you're doing keto. Just stay at the gym, babe. Yeah, you are right. Gabby. <laughs> but I love you and you're lovely. And thank you for calling. And well done for taking care of your body. And you know what I'm saying? Good on you, Dal. <laughs> I've got a surprise for you. Ooh. Is it a fun surprise or is it a yucky surprise? Okay, I think you're really going to enjoy this, Ash. Okay. Ooh. So, last week. Quick, quick backstory. Your son, buddy Brian, he's two years old. He sung a song to your family about doing a poo, right? And then we decided to remix it and put it into like a bit of a dance song. Now, yeah, and that was one of, I mean, I've doing, been doing radio for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I think that's it's top five highlights, things that have made me happiest, things that have made me laugh most. My whole extended family, this has gone viral among them. No <laughs> one can stop talking about it. We're sharing the clips. It was one of the loveliest gifts you could have given me, mate. Okay. Well, of all the things that I've done in radio, I don't think I've ever received so many social media messages about really? this either. Just people bailing me up going, the daddy's doing a poo song is in my head. It's this very catchy. It is very catchy. But you, I mean, you write kids music, uh, um, not, not for a living, but that's well, part of your living, I suppose. Yeah. So you do I this a bit. But I didn't write this. Buddy Brian wrote this. True. Anyway, I've been You getting... took it to a, a next level, like 
he he gave you the hook. You brought the hook to life and really made it into a song which I genuinely think like is catchy. Like you know, in a way that the the um frog ringtone took yeah, over the world. Yeah. I feel like yeah. this could do the same. Do you know play, what I mean? I want you, uh, well, uh, what, what I want you to do yeah. up on your screen. Ducko, get Spotify up. Yes. Ash, I want you to get Spotify up. Oh, sh- I want you to punch something it. in for me. Mm. Please punch Shush in. Shush up. Shush Buddy up. Brian yeah. Poo song. <laughs> and let's see what we do. And then if you could just Holy! press play, Ducko, on uh, what comes up. It's there. Oh, my gosh. So Buddy, Buddy Brian. It's on Spotify. It's Duncan. there. 2023. <laughs> Now, the only thing is, right, uh, that when you put things on Spotify, because it takes a few days to load. I did this on Friday. It's just come through this morning. Here we go. Oh, this is the hook. (laughs) Super catchy. All right. So here's it's the thing. It's so catchy. Yeah. Um, and Buddy sounds good too. <laughs> when you upload something on Spotify, you've got to attribute who wrote it and who needs the streaming royalties. So, yeah. Ash, all I need from you now is, I know he's two years old, but can I get Buddy's email, please? Because you need, sure can. need yeah. to invite somebody for the streaming royalties. And uh, and I'm giving him a 50% rich. split on this. Who, who, you, me and Ash and Buddy or you and Buddy? Just- <laughs> Well, how's this working here, man? We're a team, right? <laughs> filthy mitts of our viral hit, Ducko. Hey, you, you're saying Al, Ash. I'm just as much a part of this as you, man. Our, me and the Gill Man. That is unbelievable. Can what? I just ask something? Yeah. If you were in your, if you were, um, have your hands free at the moment and you can safely do so. Yeah. I would love you to get out your phone and open the Shazam app. Um, just get Shazam ready, and in about. 10 to 15 seconds, I'm going to ask uh, Ducko, do you play the chorus again, if possible? And now that it exists on Spotify, I would love everyone to Shazam it because, look, is it too much for a mum to ask her son's song to go viral? Is it too much to ask, boys? <laughs> well, now Buddy's getting a 50% split. Like, based on the streaming royalties that I've seen in the past, by the time he's 18, Buddy could probably buy part or a whole slice of ham. There you go. That's that's not oh, bad. I'll take it. <laughs> Viral, baby. Ham is expensive. Ham is expensive. It is. It's only going to get more expensive. All right. The chorus is coming up. So you can Shazam. <laughs> it works. It, it comes works. up when you ask it. Producer it's coming and you can listen I'm to this so on any platform. Happy. If you're the only person in the world who uses Deezer, mm. it's on there as well. How good's that? I'll take it. Then we'll oh, take thank it. You. Honestly, Gilly, that is like such a treat. I cannot wait to send this around on the family WhatsApp group. So <laughs> 74 Lebanese Australians will be jamming out to that one today. Am I weird? Yes, here's where we share th- something we are thinking, doing, or saying with the other two members of the team after a 3 2 1 countdown. We find out if it is weird. Ducker, who you up today? Mm. 13 10 60, by the way, if you want to get involved, if you find this weird or not weird. Yeah. Uh, I love your support. 
Um, but I found this out on the weekend. So on the weekend, we went to Sydney. We had the radio awards down there, but we had to park and stay in a hotel overnight, right? Yeah. We had to park in one of those big Sydney city, like, Wilson car parks. Yeah, but they give you plenty of room. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so tight. And there's, like, 25 <laughs> levels. Yeah. And you, it's, all, it's a maze. I don't know who designed that, but they deserve to go. Yeah, and the first 24 levels are, like, residence parking reserved. reserved. Yes. Yeah. And you, you just get keep... vertigo by the time you get to the public park. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Uh, so anyway, I then park, but I always, like, even I do this at, like, Westfields or Charleston here, I get, like, confused as to where I park. So I have to leave myself notes. But I find what helps me is the more specific note that I leave future me is better. If I just say, okay. you're in section 25A red, it doesn't fully cut it. I need, I need to give what myself... That's not enough. Okay, so this is what I... This is what do you know what your car looks like? I do. And I'm, I'm constantly <laughs> pressing the lock button so it flashes. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Uh, okay, so I say, out of level two lifts, walk dead straight. It might feel longer than you think, but trust me, you're just hungover and dumb today. Listen, listen to old Ducko from a day ago. It's next to the wall with chipped paint. Also, you are beautiful. <laughs> You've written this to future you. Yes. But you are beautiful is weird. I don't think anyone would disagree Positive with that. Positive affirmations level, on a Sunday. <laughs> the level of description, yeah. even to like you might feel like you've gone too far. Because I know myself. When I read that, I'd go, oh, it's not this far. It can't be. Like, I've made a mistake. But I need to, like, confirm with myself that no... Don't be impatient. You're going to be okay. And then when we stayed in the hotel room, uh, I was staying on, like on level seven, but it was like a long walk. Yeah. And I remember thinking, if I'm staggering home a bit intoxicated tonight, I'm yeah. not going to find this. So I wrote this. <laughs> room 789, at the end, keep walking, like ages to the end of the hall. Then it goes through another door, and it's even further. <laughs> if drunk, just remember, how's this? 789, 789, the room at the back, don't waste time. <laughs> It's not setting the world alight. <laughs> it would be weirder if you then had to include details as to what your wife looks like to make sure you've gotten in bed next to the right person. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm. Uh, anyway. All right, I'll, give I'll, us a countdown okay, here. Okay. Three, two, one. Not weird. Not weird. Hey, yeah, thanks, because Steve. I write notes yeah. to future myself. I put a lot of reminders in my phone and I time them specifically for, like yours is just in the notes app, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would put that in. I would know what time I was going back to the car park and then it would pop up and tell me where it was. But I do oh, things like, bad. there's quite often we'll have come home from a trip and I'll have hidden the keys somewhere, but I'll have forgotten because it was a week ago. Yes. As I'm thinking that, my phone will go, the keys are in the pot plant or whatever. And I'll be like, yes, thanks me. If we've got something the next day, like we've got a, a thing, it'll be like, wash your outfit for tomorrow. I'm like, Yes, ah, genius. That's past handy. Me. Fantastic. Always writes notes for future Nick, and, and he loves the it. The timing is great there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. Yeah. I have to put a lot of things in my calendar, and Ducker, when you have kids, I think you're really setting yourself up for success here. Okay. Because you have the added level of you're always exhausted, and you're always putting the child first. Mm. So it's like all of your brain power is used up trying to keep another human alive. Right. You have not got the brain power to keep yourself alive, let alone know where the car is. So I think you, it's doing having this habit set up now is going to really serve you in the future. It must be horrifying if you have a kid and you're at, say, like a Westfield, and you lose your car, and you've got the kid and you're walking around oh, and you no. can't find the car. 
Because the kid would just be nagging and very confused. That must be the worst feeling. Nagging and confused, you'd take. They're probably screaming. Screaming. Just screaming oh the house God. down. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you often, like, lose your cool and then snap at them. Oh. Uh, and then you, have to, then you find the kind you get in the gut and then you have to apologize to them. Yeah, so, yeah. And you're like, I'm a piece of crap. <laughs> like, oh, I regret everything. So yeah. Because yeah. you're coming back from somewhere, you're often, like, carrying several bags as yeah. well while then trying the to manage them. And the keys are in your pocket and you can't oh, get that mate, out. It's always on the wrong side. Whatever hand you're holding all the bags with, that's yeah. the side the keys will be on. Uh, and then uh. they want to hold the keys. Oh, jeez. You've already uh. bought them some plastic keys for them to play with, but they don't want the plastic keys. They um, want the they real want the keys. keys. Oh, you guys are painting a really nice uh. picture here. Anyway, parenting's a great man. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Contraception. <laughs> I love it. Now, thirteen ten sixty. we want to know, what punishment did you dole out that actually ended up punishing you? Because I've done bad, guys. Could have done bad. <laughs> Could have done a bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, I'm a bad boy. Let's, re- <laughs> let's rewind back to Sunday. Yeah. Thought it was a nice opportunity for the kids. They were, you know, they'd used up a lot of energy that morning. And I thought, I'll give them a little treat. I'll put on a whole movie for them. Now, this is rare for me. Yeah. Don't normally put mm. on Can you tell Ash how much screen time your kids get? Uh, so look, they didn't watch any for the first two years of their life. And then I like their average to be well below half an hour a day. So, um, you're in an Amish community. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, they get TV, they get half an hour. Fantastic. Um, but yeah. So on Sunday, thought they could have a whole movie, right? Um, Okay. And so like a whole kids be like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Great. And I thought this was a super treat. They watched it for the hour and a half. And at the end of it. Otis said, I didn't even want to watch a movie. That was stupid. And I got really upset with him because I thought it was a real treat. And I said, if you're going to complain about that treat that you just received, there's no TV for you for the whole week. Ooh. Also thinking you in my head. Idiot. Bring the average down <laughs> below <laughs> half an hour. All right, so now... After you said that, after the words came out of your mouth, mm. did you immediately regret it? Because... The little bit of screen time the buddy gets, that for me, it's like, and I love my child more than oxygen. Yeah. But when he's just shutting up and sitting there and watching that screen, I feel like the happiest, most free and liberated (laughs) woman on the planet. So at what point did you realize, uh uh-oh? This is a bad idea. Yeah, and it's a bad idea for so many reasons. Like, There's a reason why Monday, Wednesday, Friday are TV days. You know, Monday we've got swimming. They come home from swimming overwrought. I need to cook dinner. Yeah. And that Mm. half an hour, as you said, Ash, is just the most blissful half an hour. They're just sitting there. I can go and cook dinner uninterrupted, get it on the table. As soon as the show finishes, they walk to the table. They're happy to eat. They're hungry. And they've been distracted by their hunger because they're watching television. Yep. That didn't happen last night. Okay, so I'm at, Otis is angry with me because there's no television. Jeez. They're tired after swimming. But I didn't realize that there's much worse side effects as well. So Harriet, who didn't do the thing that got punished, also can't watch television as a result of her brother's thing. So she's angry with me as well because she's receiving the punishment. She's also angry with Otis and they're fighting because he's the one who's got the punishment. Yeah. But why can't she watch it? She didn't do anything. Because you can't just lock him in his room. Hey man, he he, he made boo boo. He's gonna have to <laughs> yeah. make him face in the nineties. Put, put the TV <laughs> when on. When we were kids, you could. Put, yeah, 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 yeah. Put the TV on and make him face the wall backwards, like behind the TV. <laughs> no, that's what. What? Who that, would do that? Is that what you do with Pammy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's face not the a wall, dog. <laughs> face the wall. But also, the management of that situation would allow me to not cook dinner at all. Okay. Like, you just wouldn't More be work. able to manage Harriet watching TV right. and keeping Otis at bay. 
But then there was a third side effect that I did not foresee. Yeah. So on Wednesday, one of their TV days, uh, we're doing a Quokka's filming day here. So I won't be there. So Georgette, my wife, is also upset with me because she's got them on Wednesday <laughs> oh. night. And she's got to follow through with the punishment that I oh. doled out. So now Otis is angry, Harriet's angry, Georgette's angry, everyone everyone's is angry, angry at, at me. And I'm like, principles, people. Yeah. I am trying to teach our children principles of gratefulness. <laughs> well, on the old facey, or maybe it's Instagram, sorry. Yes. Phoebe said, hubby and I took away our son's Xbox privileges over the weekend. Then hubby went on a Bucks weekend. Oh. And I was left with a brooding 12-year-old. Oh, that that <laughs> would be rough. I even like Sky's. Sky said, I put my toddler in timeout after spilling yet another drink all over the floor, only to immediately spill my own drink. So she put me in timeout. <laughs> you got to follow hey, through. you got to follow through. So having said that, as a parent, timeout would be the best. Yeah, that's what you should have done. Maybe just timeout for the for the complaint. Not No TV for a week. Don't speak to me. <laughs> no, you better not hassle me for something. You better leave me alone in peace. I'm being punished. <laughs> so, Oh, I'm so sad about it. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. So much. Uh, what punishment punished you? Yeah. Can you make Gilly feel better? Oh, or pile on, either way. Emily in Rankin Park, help me out here, hey? What punishment did you do- dole out that uh, punished you? Okay, well, all teachers will understand when you keep kids in to complete unfinished work, you miss out on all the staff room treats, you miss out on your toilet break, <laughs> and it's just detrimental for you. Uh, right. I, I never thought of that. Yeah. You're absolutely right, babe. That's, that's a double punishment. That's right. Have you ever done the thing where somebody's done something wrong, but you don't know who it is, and you've said nobody can leave until the person who did it owns up? Again, too detrimental to your own precious time. So does it, get to, <laughs> does it get to the point, Emily, where you're like, you know, I'm never going to punish them. I'm just going to say, no, like, you're a naughty boy, and then just that's that. I just do the, oh, that person can come and tell me later in private, but you know they won't. <laughs> Lesson learned. My job here is done. <laughs> Tell you what, Emily needs 100 bucks to spend a go karts go Broadmeadow. Take Obviously. a pit stop at go karts go Broadmeadow. These school holidays, Emily, that's all yours. <laughs> uh, great, more kids to hang out with. <laughs> 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 Thought about that. Oops. Keep, keep on, keep on talking about what's trending. What's trending? Trending now. Hey, this is pretty cool. I always find when you have lots of leftover clothes, Morgan and I have had like uh, like garbage bags of clothes, and we take it to Vinny's. Yeah. And Vinny's are so full right now that they don't really want them. Or yeah. they, they sort of They're turn you away. Too. Like, oh. Yeah. I do even had them judgy. go through, like, we had bags and bags of stuff, and they went through the bags, and we're just like, yep, yep, yep. Took about four things, and we're just like, thanks for the rest. See you later. We don't need these. H&M, though, great uh, material recycling. So you can just dump it all in there, huh. and they'll take it for you. They'll recycle it for you, and then give you a 15% discount for your next buy. It's because um, you've been giving them all your undies with holes in it. Yeah. And they're like, we don't. No, the one, <laughs> no one needs these. Holes and skiddies. Yeah, 50% <laughs> material, 50% skiddies. Old gill skids. Well, this is exciting. <laughs> this weekend, Uber's teamed up with Australian Red Cross for donating clothes, and it's free. So this Saturday between 9 and 4, you can book a free Uber package pickup. They 
they'll come, they'll collect your, it says quality clothing, make sure it's quality, and they'll deliver yeah. it and donate it to Red Cross. I'm sure everyone will honour that. Yeah, yeah. But as, as if the Uber driver's going to go through your clothes <laughs> and know. check it out. So you can just dump all these clothes in. If you need to get rid of your clothes, and for a good cause, yeah. you can do it this weekend. Uber package pickup. And do, you know, give them quality clothes, because you don't want to yeah, use the people who are volunteering doing this stuff. You don't want to do what sushi places do. They put the good bit of salmon on top, oh, yes. and then you bite into it, and the rest of it's rice. Don't do that with your clothes. Don't put your nice jacket on top, and then have your holy undies underneath. Yeah, it's good. It's a good relatable sentence you've just said there about salmon sushi and donating clothes. Yeah. <laughs> really drawing parallels. Um, I do feel for the volunteers, though. Can you imagine? You've come, you've come to work to do a good thing. And, and yeah. listen to us, we've already bitched about the, the volunteers at mm. Vinny's not being gracious. <laughs> but, but of course <laughs> they're not. Because can, can you imagine people often see it as just easier than going to the tip? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just dump all the stuff. So really, you need to be a good person. That's yeah. right. You know, like, yes, it, it, you know, you, you're doing a good thing, but yeah, no. No skitty undies. No skitty undies, Gilly. No holy undies. Make sure they're quality clothes. But yeah. this Saturday, I mean, nine just and four. No undies, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> undies, I think. Bras are okay. Do they not Bras take undies? Are fine. Surely they take undies. I don't think no. so. No. Maybe okay. if they have the tags on, if they're in a packet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would have thought you... they would. Everyone needs undies. No. You know? No. No. No one. I don't. No. 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 Jock straps. No. Mm, no. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Love it. Strong straps are okay. Fine. Anyway. Just uh, wipe them out. <laughs> That's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find out. Anyway, Uber package pickup. This Saturday, you can do it on the Uber app, 9 till 4. Make sure you do it. Get involved. That was the Nick, Jess and Ducko with Ash London Podcast. The new Mick Crispy from Maccas is set to be their next big thing. Try it today at Maccas. Available after 10.30am. It's 106.9.